This episode of the Rock Solid Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. Welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me in the rock room today, live and in person, I assume vaxxed and boosted, please welcome co-host, not guest co-host anymore, because he's been here more than five times, I believe, co-host, David Gutierrez. David, how you doing? Hi, thank you for having me on, Pat. You can move, uh, you can move the mic closer to you if you want. You can move closer. By that far? Sorry. Yeah, you seem like you're far away. Are you getting all this? I'm getting all this. It's fine. I'm not going to edit this out. All right. Talk right into that microphone. How's everything going, listeners? <laughs> That's good. Now, normally we might do a, a sound check beforehand. We do it right here at the top of the just, show. Just live. Just so people know what it's like to be in the room. It's so much fun. How, how are you temperature-wise? I turned the air off, but oh, I have the ceiling fans it's on. It's deceptively cool for where you live okay. today. It's, I agree. It's, uh, it's very warm here in the Woodland Hills. It is a fire hazard. I <laughs> Don't believe. say no, that, isn't it? Uh, Aren't you guys? Uh, I mean, subject to, yeah. To I mean, flames? yeah, yeah. We we would be subject to flames. Are you trying to jinx us? <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying you live in a very hot part hot, hot part of town. When you mean when you say hot part of town, you mean like fun. Yeah, like dig it. <laughs> Come on. Uh, like like you, a hot space part of town, Pat. You live in, uh, oh, I love that reference. You live in El Segundo. I do. Thank you for giving that away. And uh, your address, if I may. Um, yes. How cool is it in El Segundo? It is, on average, about uh, 10 to 20 degrees cooler than where you live. That's crazy, Larry. Like one day, it was 108 here, and I texted that to Siegel, who lives in Santa Monica. It was 97. I think it was, it was like 78. It was like 30 degrees that difference. That can happen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's only 22 miles away and it's 30 degrees difference. But it's 20, it's two hours away at the same it's time. It's two hours away, yeah. It's uh, In miles, it's 22, <laughs> yeah. but in time, two hours. You had no problem getting here this morning. Not today, but that's because we made it a morning show. Yes, but then we had a special visit from the concert wife, Suzanne Dillingham, so we've been downstairs chatting around the kitchen table for about an hour and 20 minutes. So we're actually getting a late start right now. Right. So I will be getting home around 5 p.m. <laughs> did, if did, I leave at noon, I get home at 5. When you left, did your wife say, I'll see you Monday? I'll see you sometime. Yeah. She started packing up my clothes. I don't know what that means anyway. <laughs> There's a bag sitting yeah. for you. Yeah. No one's here but me this week. So if you want to spend the night. Can move in. How weird would that be if you called your wife and said, I think I'm going to stay over at Pat's. We're going to watch movies. She'd probably be okay with it. Like, yeah, you probably deserve some time away. Or me, me and the kid could use some time. All right. That sounds good. Uh, is your kid still into Star Trek? Less so. Um, oh, no. Now it's uh, um, it's more book stuff. Like, he's really into the books. Um, books? He's really into fiction. There's what a nerd. The Wings of Fire um, series of books. I don't know those. Warriors, which is about like a... a 
gang of cats. Mm-hmm. The happy hooker. Has he read that one? <laughs> Just he's the the one where she goes to Hollywood. She's more. Famous. Oh yeah, that's yeah. She's a little fancier in that right, one. Yeah, yeah, but not the first. I have watched. I watched Star Trek: The Motion Picture the other night. Last night I watched Rathacon. Uh, and should I just keep going? Should I? Because I own them. Give me the inventory. Should I? Well, should I go? Should I go search for Spock next? Should oh, I just keep going? Oh, most definitely, because two, three, and four. It's like a that's tr- a saga. That's a saga. And then five is. I, it's a shit show, but I might have to watch it. And then the six, which is just a beautiful send off. Yeah, and then and then generations not so good, but then first contact is amazing. And then you can just skip. The yeah, next those two. those last two are so disappointing. Insurrection and Nemesis is that what it's Nemesis called? Nemesis is the last one. And Tom Hardy is the villain in that. Tom Hardy playing Jean Luc Picard's clone, it, and he doesn't look like it. They give know. him a nose thing, right? To get, yeah, but his teeth are jacked up. Right. I'm being honest. Well, but there's there's an in story explanation for that. See, I've only ever seen Insurrection and Nemesis once, but that didn't stop me from buying both of them on Blu-ray Steelbook to complete this series. You do have a weakness for uh, for completing the series on Steelbook, don't you? Yeah, it's rough. I thought you you bought Morbius on in Steelbook. If I if I'm not, I like I'm Morbius. Mistaken. What? I liked it. You're the what? You're I, the one. It's better than Eternals. Did you buy Eternals Steelbook? Look, I did. Okay. No luck. And that you, you have no room. You have no room to criticize if you're 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 Look, here's the reason here's enemy. the reason I bought Eternals. It's part of the MCU. I own every single Marvel movie on a steelbook. I can't have that I can't have that slot open. You can, because you're never gonna rewatch it, right? Okay, let me explain. I'm gonna explain this to you and to the listeners. Because it sounds like why would you buy a movie that you're never gonna watch? You're that mania. sounds like a waste. Yeah. Here's what happens. The Steelbook comes with a 4K disc. I don't have a 4K player, so I can I sold that disc on eBay for 15 bucks, just the disc. It also comes with the digital code, and I sold that on eBay for 10 bucks. So I got $25 back. Right. So buying that movie only cost me about seven bucks. Okay. And the Steelbook is an investment because they're limited edition. So, you know, let's say in five years I decide. I don't even need any of these steel books. I can list those on eBay for like 500 bucks. I got to tell you, I did end up spending quite a bit on a bond when um, Best Buy was releasing all the bond movies on, well, certain bond movies on steel book, right? With the, yeah. with the great new cover designs and everything. Yeah. 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 That and the, set me back a pretty penny. Cause I got into those too late. And, yeah. And then the, uh, they're releasing all the other ones this year too. Oh. I know that's what they're doing. I want to buy Brosnan on Steelbook because it's. Well, I feel I feel like you got to buy them if you have some of them. You got to buy the rest of them, right? No. <laughs> nerd talk. Isn't that any guys are nerds? Uh, isn't that you? Are you going to say? Isn't that anything that we talk about? Is that any Steve Doc Doc uh, Dockerson uh, conversation? Yeah, any Steve O Dockerson conversation is is nerd, nerd talk, talk for sure. Yeah. Speaking of nerd talk, whenever you're here, we uh, not every time, but your favorite band's Queen. One of them, yes. Is it your top? It used to be. Who's your top now? Fastball. Uh they're up there. Weezer. Monkeys, maybe. Monkeys. Beatles. Have you been here since you and I saw the monkeys together? We have. Oh, right. No, no, I haven't. I haven't. 
David and I saw the monkeys together. We saw two of the monkeys. We saw two of the monkeys, and now it was Ned Smith's last show, I think, ever. Yeah. yeah, and then did he die? Like a month later. A month later, that show killed him. It well, he was not in good shape. As as the no, he was a little, you went with Mike Schmidt, and Mike Schmidt would well, uh, Mike Schmidt wasn't with us, but he was at right. the show. I sat with you. You went with Mike Schmidt, though. You were there with him. he drove. We drove together, yeah. and I met you there. Um, he described him as addled. Yeah, and I it's think a good that's word. very, very apt. Yeah, um, it was it was rough going to see it, and uh, yeah, he would just kind of leave the stage whenever he wanted to, and just saunter back on whenever he felt like it. It was kind of, it was interesting. Yeah, um, and Mickey helped him out vocally sometimes. I think maybe more than he would have under normal circumstances. But yeah, it was a, it was. I guess it was important that we went, but at the same time, it was just it was rough. It wasn't like the Pantages show, which oh, was- that was uh, magic. Yeah, with Peter. That was such a magic show. And then just a couple months ago, I was in North Carolina, and I went and I saw Mickey Solo. Did in you Ra- like that? In Raleigh. Um, I mean- uh, um, It's not a good start Here's the deal. Here's the deal. He's, uh, he's still in good voice. Yeah, he is. You know, the, the jokes are, you know, rim shot all the time. Coco's great. It's basically the same band that we saw. Right. Uh, so, I mean- yeah, I mean it was free. It, free is always different because you, you can't complain when it's free. Give a lot of leeway when it's free. So, and I went with my nephew Casey, and we we had a good time together. So yeah, it was good. Now, will I ever go see Mickey Dolan's again? Probably not. I get that. Yeah, probably. I, I've not. seen him solo more times than I've seen him with the monkeys. I think so. Yeah, I've had my I've had my uh, my card punched. Talk a little bit more directly. I had my card punched enough for, with Mickey, I think. All right, cool. But yes, Queen is one of my favorite all-time. Um, Who's your number one? Monkeys is number one. Then Queen? I think right now, though, I'm a giant Mike Vi- I'm on a giant Mike Viola kick. Mike Viola and the Candy Butchers. All right. Yeah. But I mean, no one knows who that is. But when you say Queen... Everybody knows Queen. Right. Or the Monkeys. Do people really know? I don't know. Queen, but let's say Queen. For the sake of the show, we'll say Queen is my number one favorite band. Oh, there's the problem. The wire's not staying in. Talk now. I'm talking. Oh, now I hear you. Keep talking. I was talking at this level. Is that good? That's good. All right. I'm treated like John Deacon on on a microphone. We cut your mic out. (laughs) Yeah, now you're coming through loud and clear. Now I love it. Um... So what we're doing today is we're covering, because I'm always trying to figure out how can we talk about Queen again? So today I'm calling this episode Queen, the, the albums. Right. The three, the, the's. Yeah. Three albums that begin with the from 1980, 1984, and then 1989. We have The Game. Right. The Works. Right. And The Miracle. Right. Half of their output from the 80s. Right. Right. Yeah, like the next time we do this, I think we're going to do the one word titles. So we'll do Queen, we'll do Jazz, and Innuendo, and we'll do Innuendo. So Queen Two never gets, never gets its shot, does it? Then we'll find the other ones we haven't <laughs> talked about, and we'll try Made it in heaven. Yeah, and uh, it, the <laughs> kind of the kind of magic Queen you Two. You did a kind of magic, didn't you? I don't know. Did we? Um, I forget. You, it's so many episodes oh, with now. The, I forget. I'm f- God. Blanking on the brothers' last name. The Hanson brothers. The Hans- Hanson? 
Hanson, yeah. I should just know They that. play hockey. Right. They're in slap shot. No, have, Dave and Ron. Band. Yeah, they were, Dave they, and Ron. Yeah, we covered, we did the whole, the I mean, whole we went catalog, through the whole yeah. discography, but this is a deep dive today right. into the The Albums. Track by track. Track by track. So you want to get started? Yeah. All right. Now, we almost didn't do this one if they named this album what they were originally going to, which what? was Play the Game. Yeah, if they if they named it Play the Game, we wouldn't have done it. Nope. We would have just been talking about the, work, the works and <laughs> I almost said the innuendo, the works and the miracle. Okay, so let's talk about the cover, first of all. Um, I love the cover, even though it really doesn't go with the title. No, but it goes of, with the sound. Goes with the sound. It's uh, literally a photo from the crazy little thing called Love video session. Right. And um, there's actually a variation. There's a, there's a, there's two different covers for this, where the band is looks a little bit different. You can look online, right? Or I can show if you don't believe me. It looks I you look like you. you're doubting me. I'm trying to remember what the because like, there's the silver embossed, right? That's the one yeah. that everybody has. But then there's there's a, there's a different photo of them that sometimes is on the album. But yeah, you look at trust me, you'll look at that. You'll look it up later. Um, this is my favorite Queen album. This was your first one, wasn't it? It was my first one. And oftentimes the first album that I've purchased by a band is my favorite. That makes sense. So this came out in um, in uh, June 6th. I'm sorry, June of 1980. Did you, did you buy it in 1980? Yeah, I bought it. Uh, yeah, as soon as it came out. Yeah, I bought it. So I was in 10th grade. So you did you hear Crazy Little Thing Called Love first? And then that made you want to buy it? Uh, I did hear Crazy Little Thing Called Love, but I think that came out like at the end of 79, didn't it? Yeah. Um, so there's no album to purchase and I didn't buy that single at the time. And then I think I heard, I think I heard the title track. I think I heard Play the Game and that was like, oh, that's really cool. So yeah, so I bought this immediately and I, I love every single song on it. It is t, t to B. T to Great B, album. as Murray would say. T to B and yet one of the worst B-sides ever. <laughs> which we'll talk about when we get there. Like I feel like that B side is unlistenable, but we'll talk. We'll chat we'll about talk. it. I have it in the list. So oh, good. All right, so we're gonna kick it off. You got any information on the song? Play the game, or should we play it first and then talk about? Well, it? just for the album itself, um, it was recorded in Munich uh, between um, from February to May of 1980, and then so and previous to that, uh, June and July of 79. With Reinhold Mack. Reinhold Mack. It was the first album that he he made with them in Musicland Studios. Um, he gets name checked. You'll hear him. You'll hear about him later. Yeah, that's uh, right. Well, they say it's got to be Mack. Right. Freddie just would wing it. That was a Brian though. That was a Brian song. We'll talk about that. All right. Here we go. This is play the game. So this was a Freddie. This was a Freddie song. It's a Freddie song. Right. Uh, some say that it was written uh, for his boyfriend at the time, Tony Baston. Like, uh, you got to get with the program, buddy, because if you're going to hang with Fred, 
got to play the game. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, it was one of the and it was the third single off the album, Total Freddy track. Also, yeah. you'll, you'll, as it opens up, uses synths, which was not which was verboten for Queen for the first, I guess, decade of their career. Yep, they would make it a point to say in no the album, synth. no synths. And then all synths. It'd be like like uh, this 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 album was made without the use of alcohol, and then the next one we were drunk. Right. So yeah, they go synth crazy. They they go synth crazy, but it works. You'll hear it later. Yeah, but it, I mean, it opens up with that. With they're they're just kicking it off with that descending synth yeah. synth sound, and that's great in the headphones. I mean, I, I started it a little. I didn't take it from the right. top, but yeah, it kind of goes back and forth. Oh, it's a great opener. Yeah, it's fantastic. And now, a word from our sponsors. Pat Francis from the Rock Solid Podcast here. And let me just tell you, life doesn't come with a user manual. You know, you get uh, in and out of relationships, or you move to a new city, or you're starting a new job. Sometimes just talking with family and friends doesn't do the trick. So here's what I recommend. Maybe try BetterHelp. BetterHelp therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, secure, and accessible anywhere, 100% online. You know, you're on vacation, you're on a business trip, and you need to talk to someone. Well, that's where BetterHelp comes in. In a perfect world, everyone would be able to talk openly and honestly with their friends and family about some of the problems they may be experiencing. But we know that isn't always the case, so BetterHelp is a great option. With BetterHelp, you can learn coping skills, self-empowerment, and how to deal with trauma. Again, everyone deserves to feel their best, and BetterHelp makes it easier to get started. As the world's largest therapy service, they've helped put millions of people together with professionally licensed and vetted therapists, available 100% online. All the benefits of in-person therapy, plus it's more convenient, more accessible, and more affordable. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. And get this, no waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. If you're stuck, then it's time to get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash RockSolid. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RockSolid. Now back to the show. And then we go into another great song. It's a, also a great uh, a great headphone track. And this one is written by... Brian May. Brian, Brian May. May. All right, here we go. Dragon Attack. Uh, if, you're, uh, if you're a high school mascot, is, or if you're the dragons... You should open this for every game. Everything, every single thing. What about when you were in high school? What was uh, what was the th- team the name? Conquistadors. Uh, I don't like that at all. It's a weird thing to have. It's a, not great. It's a primary, like it was a bunch of Mexican Americans, mm-hmm. and uh, the conquistador was the Spanish soldier who conquered a lot. Yeah. So it's kind of a weird. It's a weird message. Yeah. It's a weird message to have. What about you guys? We're the Holidaysburg Tigers. What, really? Yeah. The Tigers is kind of innocuous. Yeah. That's, yeah. Now, did you play the games as they were scheduled, or did you play games? Like on the holiday holidays, oh, our schedule. football season was in uh, in the summer, right? And no, no, because uh, my uh, my town is famous for having Halloween the 
the last Thursday of the month. Rain or shine. Rain or shine. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's uh, if it's the thirty first or not. Last Thursday of the month. But on Halloween, what happens? Nothing. It's a normal day. Just treat it like any other. Yeah. You didn't have two Halloweens. You had one Halloween. Just that one Halloween and, on October thirty first. And, and again, my mom, who's eighty five, thinks that that's how the, everyone does it. Like, if I call her on the last Thursday of the month. She'll say, oh, are you ready for the trick-or-treaters? I'll go, no. Because it's not Halloween. And I'll say, it's not Halloween. And then my mom will say, it is here. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it isn't. I'll go, it isn't Halloween there. Did you get kids from other neighborhoods coming as an extra day to... No, no. Because it's the whole... Because I would have done that if I was a kid. It, it's like Holidaysburg is in Blair County. I think the whole county celebrates it the last Thursday of the month of October. Okay. That'd be like if you said, you know what, Christmas isn't on the 25th, it's on the last Friday right. of December. If you treat it Christ, they treat every holiday like it's Thanksgiving, where it's, <laughs> there's no there's no special day. Right. It's the day on it when it falls on, on the yeah. calendar. Yeah. That's it's smart. They're, they're idiots. When do you vote? No, I don't vote. Super Tuesday. Well, it's always Tuesday. I don't vote. Yeah, I'm right. not even registered. Uh, Blair County, how do they vote, typically? Uh, Republican. <laughs> <laughs> um, my parents both have COVID right now. Oh, no. Yeah. Who's taking care of them? Uh, my brother and my sister. They live in the hometown. They'll take care of them. Take care of them? Take care of them? Yeah. Take care of them? With a pillow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they're sleeping? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Better get those Build-A-Bear requests. They're all, they're all, they're all, they should be fine. Oh, they're in their 80s, right? Yeah, I don't even know how they got it. They don't even go anywhere. From each other. Yeah, they don't even talk to each other. <laughs> Uh, poor grandpa. They've been married like 60 years, and I always say that's 15 years of wedded bliss. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Dragon Attack. This is Nana's song. So good. Sonically fantastic. F you, Roy Thomas Baker. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get name checked. No, never. Some Brian May guitar there. Some John, amazing John Deacon bass riffs. Yeah, I would have thought this was a Deacon song before looking at the uh, liner notes in 1980. I would have assumed this might have been a John Deacon song. Now, see, had Hot Space been more like this, it would, I think it would have been far more successful. Because mm -hmm. this was a nice blending of... Of funk and rock. Right. Yeah. They it's, didn't go head on into the... Uh, right. They went headlong into the funk on <laughs> Hot Space. Now, let me tell you something, because... The person that said this is never going to hear this episode, but Christy Stratton and I, I don't know if I've ever told this on the show before. She doesn't uh, listen to my episodes? <laughs> no, no this saying? isn't about Christy. This okay. is Christy Stratton and her husband Gary and me and Pilar, we went out for dinner with Elliot Easton and his wife Jill. Oh, you haven't told this story before. No. I've, I've heard it. You've heard you, it. You've not told this on because the show. Because he's never going to find, he, first of all, he told, at, at that dinner, he was a fucking cranky that night. It was not... Like Christy wanted to go to this dinner and I just told her, I go, it's not going to be, 
like what you think it's going to be. It's not going to be. So um, we did all the the normal stuff you do in a couple's dinner with people that you don't really know well. Right. We we heard the story about how they first met. We heard, you know, all those kinds of stories. And then it started to pivot into some music talk. And Elliot Easton said, Queen sucks. And he said, Brian May's sucks. He singled out Brian May as sucking yes. in addition to Queen sucks. Yes, yes. And all I can imagine is, <laughs> the reason he would say that is because when... When the cars worked with Roy Thomas Baker, maybe Roy Thomas Baker was always talking about how great Brian May's tone was and how great his guitar playing was. And that probably rubbed Elliot Easton the wrong way. That's what I think. But I was like, I was like, how how could you how can you say Queen sucks? It's Even just, if you don't like them. Like you have to understand. It's nonsense. It's like something he was in he was in a fucking horrible mood at that dinner. Because then at one point, he uh keep talking about music and I asked him a question about something and he said what's with all this fanboy shit and with the, sorry with the understanding that he's sort of the guest of honor at this meet not not maybe not um officially but like he knows that he's he's going to be the focal point of this of this conversation yeah yeah and they know, had right? they had they had uh they had already been um uh announced that they were going to be inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame so this was kind of like Christy wanted to take them out as like a, a congratulations for that. Right. And also as a, as a, a thank you again for doing the podcast with us, you know? So this was, this was Christy's idea. She wanted to do it. And I was, I'm like, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, we'll go fun. But it broke bad when he said, what's with all this fanboy shit? Because if anyone knows me, that would set me off. So it's because, Right. That would piss me off. That pissed me off. And it did piss me off. And as soon as he said it, Pilar under the table puts her hand on my leg and like squeezes like Don't don't do it. Just let it go. Let it go. And I said, I go, I go, wait, wait, what do you I go, what do you mean Elliot? I go, we're talking about music. It's not fanboy shit. We were we've been talking about music. I just ask a general question. I don't even remember what the question was. And then he got up and went outside to have a smoke. So now it's very awkward because the wife, the, this must be old hat for the wife because she doesn't even like say like anything. We right. just continue to talk like it didn't happen. And I'm sitting there fucking, fucking pissed off. I'm stewing. Like I want to get up and go outside and have a little bit of a chat. Right. You know, but I don't. So he comes back and, uh, and, uh, doesn't really apologize, but just kind of like, oh, you know, I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm a little crying, I'm in a mood or whatever. So, you know, so di- dinner's basically ruined now. Right. So we eat, I don't think dessert, dessert or coffee happened. And then, and then one leaves, oh, hey, this was fun, blah, blah. Was it? Was it fun? And then <laughs> we get in the car and as soon as I get in the car, my phone rings immediately and it's Christy. And Christy's like, wow. She goes, I just wanted to call to say, you didn't say anything wrong. And I go, oh, you don't need to tell me that. Not this time, Pat. Uh, I, 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 not this time, Pat. You were in the clear. <laughs> and then later that night, like around midnight, he sent Christy and I uh, a Facebook, a group Facebook message and apologized, which for, was nice. For, for insulting Brian May? For, for just being that way at a dinner, being a jerk. And, uh, and Christy was like, 
you know, she was like responding like, oh, no worries, blah, 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 blah. And I don't think I responded at all. You should have sent like a bride may gift. Oh my God, how funny would that have been? But uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. insult guitar god Brian May. No, no, come on. It's nonsense. All right. Great doctor. There's your fun story. I do just want to say, though, that they name-checked the shack, which was the the club. This Shaquille O'Neal. Right. (laughs) (laughs) In terms of queen history, this is when the wheels start to fall off the wagon. Well, how dare you? For them as a band. When the split, you know, when when the tensions really start to arise and right. things get really tough, so they would listen. So they're away from everybody in Germany at the time, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they always go to this place called the Shack, and they'll hear playback or whatever. But they they, they would just go and get drunk and party all the time. So this, after all these years, they're still getting drunk and partying all the time. By this point but, in their career, they should be like past that, but separately because this oh, is when okay. Freddie's like, you know what. I'm going to be Freddie now. I'm going to be comfortable. I'm out. Yeah. As much as he's out at the time, right? Right. Um, the mustache is a tip off. Right. Because he had like, the, that was the look, right? Yeah. That was the, the leather the and the mustache. Um, and he's hitting the, you know, the, the German bars and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's, uh, this is when things start to unravel for the band. All right. But sadly, the music is killing it. No. And Dragon Attack may be possibly about Brian May's then wife coming to visit. I think it's about, uh, I think it's a, a veiled a song about Elliot Easton. Um, Even then. About that dinner I had. What were the cars doing in 1979? They had uh, Candy O was out. Yeah. So they're doing yeah. okay. Like, yeah, they're fine. Are, you don't need a tack. Yeah. The next song is massive, and this one is played at sporting events. Still. Number one in the U.S. Crazy. Written by John Deacon, The Secret Weapon. Of Queen, don't you think? He doesn't sing lead. No. But he writes... He's like, here's, he, a, here's a song. Guess what? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's going to kill. So here we go. Another one bites the dust. Here comes some synth. Let's go. Books down the street with the way down low. Ain't no sound but the sound of speed. Machine guns ready to go. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Out of the doorway, the bullets rip to the sound of the beast, yeah. Another one bites the dust. You can resuscitate someone to the beat of this song successfully. Is that true? Yes. And another one gone, and another one gone. So everyone should have this on their phone, and then if they ever have to perform CPR, just crank it up. Yep. Or go to Spotify. This will bring you out of it. I think just hearing the song That's would bring you out of it. Yeah. Hell yeah. You wouldn't even need hands on people. They would just right. get up and start boogieing. Yeah. So this is John Deacon's number. This was a crossover hit in the US. Um, people thought that Queen was a quote unquote black band. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that it was like four British guys and, you know, approaching 40. Yeah. Um, ah, 40. <laughs> I remember those days. That was so sweet. Um, on their way to 40. They were in their 30s. But uh, uh, there's there's been some criticism about the song that it, it uh, the bass line is really similar to Sheik's uh, Good Times, almost to the point of theft. Uh-oh. I don't know if that's true. Um, but yeah, this was John Deacon's big bass song and uh, is synonymous with Queen. Yeah, it is. It's one of their signature songs. It's one of the songs I never need to hear again. Right, right. It's Yeah, I get it. But, um, but when it comes on, I, I, I don't 
that middle shy part, away from it. I, I can't stand the middle part. Which part? When they what do they say? When they're not singing, and it's just the you just hear the synths mm-hmm. and the back and the the back bass, and it's like up and down on the synth again. It just it, it it's 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 too much. Who am I to say right? Like, hey, Queen, get your shit together. Yeah, who are you, Elliot Easton? <laughs> How dare you? But um, it's not its not my favorite jam. See, I, I, that, I put that story in this episode because it's a Queen episode. LED says never just going to randomly quit click on the Queen episode. What if, yeah, well, yeah, because he thinks they and You know what, if, and if someone hears this and then tells him about it, I just told a true story. Right. I didn't. That's his fault. Yeah, he it's his fault. He should be on his best behavior at all times knowing full well this sort of thing yes, can happen. Exactly. All right, moving on. We got two deacons back to back. Here we go. Need your loving tonight. Uh, that horrible guitar from Brian May. <laughs> wife like queen yes so you can put queen on in the kitchen while you're making pancakes on a saturday morning and she's fine with it i'll tell you what's a little interesting to me is she comes from a musical theater much like your daughter right a yeah. musical theater background mm-hmm. and pilar too right yeah um and she says like this is a musical theater band david i don't know why you have such a dislike of musical theater when <laughs> like these songs all of Freddie's songs, like you could just stage these, mm-hmm. and which they did later. But you know, just um, yeah. So she does like them. All right, good, good. This is my favorite musical theater moment. Um, <laughs> the close of the you no. Know, Rita was in, Rita was in um, Rita was in uh, the Wiz, and it was Wait, uh, what was it? The Wiz, not the Wiz. Um, what is it? She wasn't. It wasn't. They the did Wiz. the Wiz. No, they didn't do the Wiz. Oh, okay. They didn't do the whiz. They did poor GM Betts? No. What did they do? Um, oh, my God. What's another Wizard of Oz musical? The Wizard of Oz. Maybe they did do the whiz. The, that's like primarily an African-American. I know, but I think they did it. Not at her high school, but they did it. Um, they did it. Her high school? No, no. She. It, this wasn't in high school. This was when she was in like a theater company. Okay. But anyway, the show was really bad. Rita was great. Her part, and I'm look. You're biased. I'm not biased. The show was horrible, except for Rita. And I'm not. I'm not being that guy. I'm just seriously I will, to support you. I've heard your daughter sing. Like uh, this clip is on my Facebook page. I think I've. I've. She's amazing. You know what? Let me see if I have. Look, maybe I have the clip. I might have the audio right in here. Let me see if she I do. He's on down the road. No, she did. It, they didn't do the whiz. Let me see if I have Rita. You just said they did. I know, but it's. I was wrong. Speaking of, did you see? Oh, okay, what, what's uh, uh, "Don't Nobody Bring Me No Bad News"? What's that from? Is that from The Wiz? Sounds like it could be. All right, I'm gonna find out. Hold on. I don't want to give misinformation. Maybe they did. Maybe these kids did do The Wiz. Maybe these primarily. It's from The Wiz. Okay, they did do The Wiz. And, You're a good dad. Yeah. They did do the whiz, but no, I said the whiz, and then you kind of put me on my heels because you're like, they did the whiz. Well, you can understand. I know your kids' neighborhood, right? Like you guys don't 
<laughs> okay, here it is. Here's Rita. <laughs> Which pleases me to do. Don't nobody bring me no bad news. Because I wake up already negative and I've wired up my fuse. So don't nobody bring me no bad news. Now if we're going to be buddies, you better bone up on the rules. Because don't nobody bring me no bad news. You can be my best of friend as opposed to paying dues. Because don't nobody bring me no bad news. <laughs> okay, now that was just her singing... Uh for me in the That's microphone. That's great. Yeah. So anyway, but so Rita had, she was the Wicked Witch of the West. So she was in full makeup, right. green, and they wheel her out on the throne. That's how the second act of, it was after intermission. She was the first, um, the first uh, number after intermission and she killed it. And the show up into the whole first act was fucking, it was awful. In the middle of the first act, this is my favorite theater moment. A dad, like two seats behind me, I hear, he says loud enough that everyone can hear, but he didn't think, he goes, oh, brother. Because <laughs> it was really bad. It was really bad. Oh, brother. And I was with Kyle, and I think Marissa with, was, was with us, and at intermission, we were like, this is not good. And then, and Rita hadn't been on stage yet. So then, after intermission, Rita comes out. And you could physically see and feel everyone in the theater sit up in their seat. Because she's good. She was really good. She was totally the best number, totally the best in the whole show, the best part of that whole show. And then after her number, right back in the dumpster. Back to old brother. Right, right, yeah, right back to oh, <laughs> It was just like, it was so funny because the guy didn't mean to be that loud. I forget how we even got... I was going to ask you. How do we even get here? Uh, musical theater. Musical theater. Have you Queen. seen or heard anything from We Will Rock You? I, I have not. Okay. Is it great? Uh, they changed. I have a hard thing about it because they've they modified some of the lyrics to fit the the stage okay. show, and I'm not cool with that. All right. So we just heard Need Your Loving tonight. Yep. And now we're going to hear another another big hit, which would be Could happy. Crazy little thing called love. You mean the hit of the? Well, Dragon Attack went to. Right. Uh, I mean, um, another one bites the dust right. was number one. But that this was the single that was issued, like you said, long before. Yeah, the, long before the album. What's interesting about this song is this was this, Freddie said he composed this in the bathroom, in okay. the bathtub. I should All say. Right. Um, it was recorded initially, rushed, because uh, he didn't want Brian May to, to mess with it. Okay. Um, and then you have Brian May on the Telecaster. Yeah. Which is a different sound for him. You know who hates that sound? Brian May. Elliot Easton. Yeah. Crazy little thing called love. And that's Fred. On the acoustic? Mm -hmm. Nice. Closes outside one. That's a perfect album side, right? It's a T to B, yeah. It's pretty solid. So good. Excellent. I love it. Freddie on rhythm. There's not much bad to say here. We it, we're not really gonna I can't trash this. We can't no, there's no way to trash it. 
coming up, there's stuff to trash for sure. Yeah, but not on this album. No. All right. This is a great buy to start with, Pat. You lucked out. Oh, the, the, yeah. yeah like this yeah. was your intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Did you go back? Yeah, yeah, certainly. Certainly, yeah. And I think uh, I think jazz is the one that didn't gel with me as an album until way later, even though it's got like four or five killer songs. Right. But as an album that has some, you know, Mustafa, it's got some weird stuff on there. It's almost unfair to jazz because it comes after like four yeah. solid. Yeah, like jazz is not a bad album no. whatsoever. It's just... Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's different. It's, well, they returned to RTB. Yeah. Right. So they're kind of, when they were leaving him. Yeah. Um, but for me, it has the most Queen song of all time, and it's Don't Stop Me Now. I just feel like if I was ever going to introduce people to Queen, that might be one of the first songs I gave them. That's a good song to start with. Yeah. yeah. All right. Side two kicks off with the Roger Taylor song, his first of two. It's uh, Rocket, and then in parentheses, Prime Jive. Here we go. When I hear that rock and roll, it gets down to my soul. Freddie killing it on the intro. When it's, it's hard to beat that. But then Roger holds his own. There's two versions of this song, you know. I did not know yeah. that. When I hear they traded, they had a Freddie vocal only, and they had a Roger vocal only. Huh. Where do I find those? Well, this was the this this was the compromise. Oh, I see what you're saying. They did two versions yeah. then. All right. It's very much like you don't bring me flowers. Just like that. Yeah. I probably should have queued this up better so we wouldn't have heard that twice. But look at that opening, that yeah. explosion. He loves singing about space. He does. <laughs> All right, now. This is the chance for me to tell people that at the end of September, Roger Taylor is releasing the Outside Tour live, live album that he recorded in 2021 when he was touring with his album, The Outside. And this is one of the songs that's on the album. So let's hear it. Roger Taylor and his doing solo. Doing it live. Doing it live. Doing it live. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> do it fucking live. <laughs> Imagine you're the audience and this comes up. Like, this would be so excited. Yeah. Who's this? I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's not Freddy. <laughs> is that his son? I don't know. It's good, though. Might be Rufus. I'm going to jump ahead, though, because I don't want to hear this again all over. Let's hear how Roger sounds in 2021. He's an old man. That's not Roger drumming there. He has two drummers, right? That doesn't sound like Roger either. 
Maybe someone else is singing this. That is not Roger singing. No. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and see if he sings anywhere. Is this when Roger takes a brandy break? I'm confused by this. I am too. There he is. Yeah. All right. Well, I like it, but so it's not Roger singing. Plays on that. So. <laughs> yeah. Is he? I mean, is is he on tambourine? I don't know. He might be. I mean. All right. You know, his his son supports him. Yeah. Well, coming up, I, I have another track that I'll feature from that live album, and he does sing on that track. So I'm not going to tell you what it is, but we'll we'll hear it. We'll hear it, and it'll be fun. <laughs> All right. Now the next song. The problem with this next song is it kind of gets on my tits. <laughs> gets on everyone's. It gets on everyone's tits a little bit. Roger Taylor said this was a funny song. Oh, this is funny? It's a, don't Try Suicide's funny? It's a, the song's message is strange, right? Because it's like, don't do it, but because it's annoying to me. Not because yeah. I want you to live or because it would destroy me inside, right. but like, it gets, gets on my nerves when people kill themselves. Yeah, huh? it gets on my tits. Step on, yeah. Is that a, that's a phrase they use that's in the. an English phrase, yeah. It's like when they use the C word, it's just like, like just toss it off. Whatever. Yeah. You're at the coffee shop. Yep. Give me a latte, you cunt. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, now, if you do that here, it's a whole different it's a thing. Fight. It's, it's a fight. fight. When they throw down, the manager comes well, out. Well, here it'd be like, oh, I can't believe you said that. <gasps> I know. I've got the vapors. Oh, I clutch my pearls. <laughs> yeah. All right. Don't try suicide. Now, I'm telling our listeners, don't try it. Plus, right. you don't really just try suicide. People do, and I think- You know what? I've tried it. It wasn't for me. <laughs> right. right. I mean, when somebody makes the attempt, I guess- Yeah, I guess they say attempt. Right. This Which also is a bad connotation. Don't attempt suicide. <laughs> You're just gonna hate it. Nobody cares. It's in the, it's in the song. No, nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't that is, do this it. is very musical theater. You got a good thing going now. Don't do it. Hey, I sound pretty good today. It is. And that voice well, is not a, bad. This is a Friday song, so it's going to sound like musical theater. Let's try. Don't do it. That guitar's. I love it. It's like the Jets and the Sharks are singing this at yeah, each exactly. other. Exactly. <laughs> then they stab each other. <laughs> Don't try suicide because I want to kill you. Yeah, then that sounds like no one cares about you. Right, that's my point. It's, it's not. Um, I don't. I guess I don't get the tenor of the song. It's great bass riff, right? It is. It's always a great bass riff. When it's Queen, <laughs> it's it the guitar that we have a problem with. <laughs> he didn't say tits yet, did he? He did. He missed it. You oh, stepped missed on it. it. Was, no, no. Sorry, guys. You guys can back it up. You and... stepped on him talking about getting stepped on. Damn it. The good thing about this is if you're Roger Taylor, you're the B side to Another One Bites It Does. So you heap in the royalties. Yes, you do. Uh, sure, I'll, I'll be the B-side. I'm fine with that, guys. I'm saying Freddie. You're Freddie. Yeah. You get all the royalties from... It's fine. 
Um, all right. We said all we can say about that song. It's we've joked about it, even though the subject it's, it's matter. It's one of the is, weaker songs on the album, but on it's a still a good, it's good solid effort. I mean, it's probably the weakest song in the album, I think. But I don't. But I don't. But I like it. I love yeah. it. I still love it. Like I don't skip any song in this album. This is one of the albums I own on vinyl. You know, and I try to only buy albums on vinyl like i'm not into used vinyl i don't want to buy some scratched just up. give me that 180 gram that half speed <laughs> yep is that your... brand new colored vinyl whatever yeah. but i don't want to, i don't want to search through a bin to find some old thing that i have to That's warped that i have to clean with a four thousand dollar degritter like dana mckissick would do he can do that because he he loves it it's his thing vinyl like is craig not smith. my thing he's like craig smith craig like. smith craig smith's got like a He's got like a chair set up that's exactly uh, just the right amount of space away from all the speakers. <laughs> and the, I mean, for the, you know, the perfect listening experience, I just, I, I just want to push a button and hear some tunes. I'm glad that uh, everybody works hard to, to balance it just right. So you just, I just play. take it down. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, oh, this is one of my favorite songs on the album. I just love. Uh, so the Brian. I love the two Brian songs at the end of this uh album also i think this is the last album where you'll get um lead vocals from brian and roger really no there's there's lead vocal from these guys on the next album i don't think so well well let's we'll talk about it when we get <laughs> let's get through this yeah okay so, uh do you have a sister i don't and neither did brian but he imagined that if he did this is what it might sound like why didn't he write Sail Away Sweet Mister? He could have. Sail Away Sweet Brother. That's terrible. But uh, they also think that this might be about his wife, too. Sail Away Bad Brother. She's leaving. D did she leave? Well, you know, she'd come visit and then leave. And... Oh, okay. All right, let's hear it. It's got a Freddy bit later. You're right, it does. There's some mercury on this. Hey, little baby, you're changing. Babe, are you feeling so? Would you call your. You have a little sister. Do you call her babe? No. Okay. Don't I don't call no her at all. guitar so bad did you see learn to play did you see may when he toured opening for guns and roses because he he performed this never saw may solo i love his voice though i love his singing voice from his later i think but he did he did do this live eventually did he get through it yeah yeah i i axel rose actually in when he was in dallas once opened i forget what the song that he led into but he he was singing sail away sweet sister really yeah and it kind of Screeching through it with that voice. <laughs> right. So this the reason this wasn't the single was because it wasn't Freddie singing. And the the record company didn't want to take a chance. I think the band it's he, I think Brian wanted to release it as a single, but the rest of the band was like, hmm. 
but for whatever reason, it was decided not to. Was it a B-side? Nope. Not that I'm not. No, I don't think so. All right. I don't know. I just thought you have a book in front of you, so I thought maybe you know. I do. Well, I have my notes in front. Well, yeah, your notes are inside a book. <laughs> yeah. Right? You yeah. put your notes in the book as in if book. you've written the book. I didn't write the book. Right. The book in question is Queen by uh, The Complete Works by George Purvis. All right. So on this album, we have two John Deacon songs. One, two, three Freddie songs. It's kind of really equal here. Three Brian songs and two Roger Taylor songs. So that's uh, that's pretty equal. Yeah, we have one more. Yeah, th- Three, three, two, and two. That's 10 songs. All right. So this is another Roger Taylor song sung by Freddie with Roger, and it's coming soon. to note that this album clocks in at just 35 minutes and 42 seconds yeah. it is a quickie but a lot of bang for the uh the buck or the time or whatever you want to say so this song was a last minute ad the song that you don't like was going to be in its place oh it would have it would have fucked up the ra- the album <laughs> it would have fucked up the album we're going to play it in a minute but first we're going to play the last song right. song 10 by brian may Written by Brian May. Had its own video. It did. I've, I don't think I've ever seen the video for animation. Save Me. It's great. Oh, I'll have to check it out. I'm sure I have that uh, on a... Stashless D- Freddy. DVD. A stashless Freddy? Stashless Freddy. Did he shave it just for the video? Uh, I think he was kind of deciding. All right. <laughs> on his look. All right. Well, then he decided. He didn't, he didn't have it in, in the Crazy Little Thing called No, Home. he didn't. But that was 79. I thought right. I felt that like he grew that in 80. Another one bites the dust he does, though. All right. I like this stash talk is what I call it. Stash talk. Could someone make me a, a musical sting. sting for a stash talk? If it's Steve-O, it'll be four minutes long. <laughs> Steve-O, I didn't say that. But let's tighten it up. <laughs> all right, save me. Got it off so well Said we made a perfect bed. We get like a crescendo with this song. Oh, this song is perfect. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Is this, do we play this at your funeral? Is this what you want played at the funeral? Do you have a funeral song? I, I, we talked about that, right? I believe we from, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I always talk about death with you. Yes. Because <laughs> every time you see me, you tell me you can't believe I'm the age I am. You look good for 68. Oh, thank you. I've been thinking about telling people that I'm 74 and they'll be like, wow, you look yeah. amazing. Here we go. Boom. Sam, Sam, Sam. Can't Sam, Sam, Sam. Right. 
so good live. You've heard the live versions. Too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. This Ooh, uh, that closes song. out the proper album, and now we have to play a Roger Taylor song. It was the B side to play the game? <laughs> it's just so terrible. Uh, a human body. Boy, it's so bad. Here we go. Brace yourself. Strap in or, or else go to the bathroom. Hey, you. It's a seagull stinkaroo. This reminds me of Drowse. Yeah, you're right. It does. They were talking in whispers in baskins and fur. Captain Scott To have labored so long, to have made it this far. Ooh, it's been such a long ride. Ooh, you know it's been a long ride. Like, if this was on one of his solo albums, I might enjoy it. But as a Queen song, I don't like it at all. This is a big deal because this is. For a human body. I think you see a lot of Roger's influence. Can you believe it happens now? In the we'll talk about later. Okay, look, I got to be honest. Like the, uh, it, it, it sounded better to me today than it's ever sounded before. Maybe because we're it's a better mix through the headphones or something. I don't know, but I don't like it. But you could see his influence definitely. Like how the how this sort of is a step to the works. Yes, for sure, for sure. Which and, is our next album and his solo album. Like I think was I think he was doing Strange Frontier. Yeah, but you you, t- you take a song like that over to the cross and let those guys fuck around with it. Don't you don't bring that to a Queen session. That's for that other band. I think it's interesting that unlike the <coughs> other other albums we're going to talk about, this this didn't have a lot of fat. No, um, you know because they were doing album tour, album tour, album tour, right? And so they just got to work. Yeah, and delivered. Yes, they did. So this is a ten out of ten for you, right? It's definitely a ten out of ten. It's ten songs. They're all. I like them all. Is this their last, without giving anything away, is this their last great album for you? Or we could talk about that later. But well, I have to think about it. Let me let me look at the... Because Hot Space is coming up. Well, I, I, well, yeah, but it's not coming up on this show. Right, but, but I mean... I do like Hot Space, and I like Hot Queen. Space. I, I didn't love it at the time, but now I love it. I really love that album. Um but when people say they don't like it, I totally understand why they don't like it. I feel like the next album we're going to talk about, if this would have come on the heels of the game, I think they would have kept their trajectory going. Right. Well, I mean, they did release Under Pressure from Greatest Hits, so that kept them in the, you know, on the radio and stuff. Oh, you don't think Body Language keeps them part of the American No, dialogue? No, no, no. That's not a good choice of a single. <laughs> body Language is not... Body Language is maybe the worst song on the album to release as a single from Hot Space. Or just, you could have just said to release. To release, yeah. But I mean, but I don't hate the song, to be honest. You don't hate Body Language? I don't hate, I didn't like it at the time, but I do, I enjoy it now. Body Language. It just. You got a good. It's like listening to cocaine to me. It's it's very, I don't know. All right. I understand. I've never done cocaine. I want to make that clear, but it just. But if you had. Yeah. All right, let's go to the works. Give me the works. Produced by Mac. Once again. 
from August 83 to January of 84. They were working on it mm-hmm. again in Music Land. And at the, is this the one that they, were, were they at the record plant for this one? I'm not sure. You're right. All lead vocals on this album appear to be from Freddie, right? For the works, yeah. Yeah. For sure, the works. Yeah, the works. Yeah. All right. 1984, the works. Uh, so I, there was lots of tension in the band when they were making this one. I would have to go to the movie Bohemian Rhapsody to find out to what, be, what to was find happening. The, the truth? To find out what's happening, yes. Right. To be honest. So there were nearly 20 songs recorded from this during, during these so sessions. So why, why isn't this coming out as a box set? Because why don't we hear those 20 songs? Because you get them later in some in some. Oh, shape. they okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, they'd come back from the two-year break and things just weren't really gelling for the band. Um, they, were, they were originally approached to do songs for this movie called The Hotel New Hampshire. Okay. With Rob Lowe, I think. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Jodie Foster, maybe? Yeah. And that kind of fell through, but out of that, you got the keep on passing the open windows. Am mm-hmm. I boring you, Pat? You're like... No, no, no. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think who, who wrote the book, The Hotel New Hampshire, who the author is. Right. Um, it's, um, I can't think... But anyway, so the, it's fraught with tension. This is when the band starts to split apart again. All right. Well, I was in college when this album came out, and I used to play it all the time. Uh, and the, the the guys on my floor uh, were not into Queen. And when I would crank up the Radio Gaga, it did not. Did you get go called down well? Certain homophobic names for liking Queen, like I was when I was. <laughs> um, when I was listening to them in the 80s? I don't remember anyone uh, calling me homophobic names. That's just in Boston. When you're, you That's know. just in Boston when I'm with my, with my uh, wife. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. I love this song so much. It's a great opener. I love it so much. It's written by Roger Taylor. That was written here, recorded here at the record plant. All right. Let's go a little bit of this five minute and 50 second gorgeous Gorgeous tune, Radio Kaka. It's originally going to be called Radio Kaka, I think. Right. Well, they say Radio Kaka. They do. It's got that great video. Did you get to see that when it came out on MTV? guys can write songs this is roger taylor wrote this it's, it's unbelievable yeah. it's it's big i love it first single their last uh, stand with mac 
All right. This brings me to the new Roger Taylor live album called The Outsider Tour Live. Does he sing on this one? Yes. This song <laughs> is on the album, and I believe he's singing on it. Let's find out. This is your walk-in music, right, Pat? <laughs> yes. This is how I take the stage. <laughs> This closes out the live album. It's track 22 of 22. Oh, it sounds great. I think so. Sort of sing talking, yes. But yeah. that's what happens when you're in your seventies. Yeah, I got a little you're bit in of your seventies. I got a little bit of a chill. Yeah, when that he was great. playing that, I did like it. Did you like the B side to this? We'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah, I have a, I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> um, next up, we got "Tear It Up," written by Brian May. B side to "Hammer to Fall." Sounds like you don't like "Tear It Up" too much. I do. Okay, they did it live at Wembley. Haven't they played everything live at Wembley? <laughs> you mean during Live Aid, this was part of the set? No, this was uh, part of the 86, uh, the, the live, Magic live Tour. Magic Tour, yeah. All right. When, when, when's that documentary, that three VHS thing? What's the Queen it called? Hist the, the hist oh, um, what's it called? Magic, the Magic the Magic Years. Years. When's that going to be released on a digital disc? Never. DVD or Blu-ray? Why not? It's great. I think that's been replaced... Because that was a, an official band release, right? So I think that got yeah. replaced with the "These Are the Days of Our Lives." You don't or think "Days of Our Lives"? You or, don't think people would buy the Magic Years? I would. I certainly would, and they they have no problems repackaging and re-releasing the same things again and again. So. I have it in the garage on VHS. Like VHS. You should convert it. Should I sell it on eBay? Will someone no, no, buy no, 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 no. Convert it to digital so you can have it and how, watch. How do I do that? You send it to Conversion House. Just about the time I spend the money for that to happen, they'll announce it on their website. <laughs> okay, here's Tear It Up. That was my pickup line when I met Pilar. Yeah, give me your mind, give me your body. Yep, but, not, but I said, but not in that order. Ain't no time for sleeping, Round your street, I'm creeping. Better be ready. And then you're around her street creeping. Yeah, being called a sissy. Tear It Up, written by Brian May. Kind of a we will rock you like kind of tempo yeah, going. Yeah, it does. 
It does. This is a direct answer to the album we just heard in many ways, I think, is kind of. Mm -hmm. I always, I always feel, I always think of these two as a set. It's a regression, right? In terms of sound and like a reset, like, okay, this is what you want. It's like the game junior though, too, for me. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more of the same. Yeah. But not in a bad way. Because, because after they weren't met with success with Hot Space, they're like, all right, let's do, what did we do before Hot Space? Oh, we did the game. Give them the works. Yeah. Give them the works. All right. This is uh, It's a Hard Life. Is it a hard life? Talk about a video. Is it a hard life? It is, man. Life is hard. You think it is? Yes. In what way? Life is difficult. I think um, I've never been one to, like when people say life's a gift, I'm like, like, (laughs) give me the receipt. Let me see the receipt. (laughs) No, thanks. You're not one of those guys every day I'm walking above ground is a good day. No, no. I mean, I know I'm very fortunate in that, like where I live, how I live, my family, but life is still, still hard, man. I mean, there's, yeah, there's things you have to navigate in life that are difficult. I guess I don't want those, I don't want those obstacles. I really, like, for me, okay, let me put it this way. You know how, like, if you're in an accident and the, the, um, the doctor says, well, he's got to have to fight. It's up to him at this point if he wants to make it. It's like 50-50. I'll be like, okay. it's been a good run. <laughs> oh, this isn't nerd talk. This is life. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I thought maybe this was nerd talk. Uh, I mean... <laughs> I'm devastated. Like, uh, yeah, I, know, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you got to be ready to kick, to, like, to punch the ticket, right? I'm, a, I'm pretty, I'm pretty upbeat, positive. I mean, if I start to think about things, you just, you know, anyone can get, you can, anything can get you down if you just start right. dwelling on it. Right. Well, I do live in my head. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't live in your head. I am subject to depression. I know you're not. You don't believe in that stuff. No, no, no. It's not that I believe in it. It's just not something. <laughs> it's just not something that 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 I. Have I'm very much of a person that's like, like oh man, I'm having a really bad day. I go, yeah, get over it. I'm like that person. I'm yeah, like, that works. Go out and get a go, go take a walk, go listen to some music. Don't try suicide. Take, it's, don't try. It's, it's get off my, my tits. Yeah. Uh, take a nice long hot shower. Suds up. And um, how's that work when you're like when when your kids or your wife aren't feeling great? You're like, yeah, just walk it off. Is that no, what? no? I'm there for them and I'm supportive. And then in my head, I'm like, God, oh, Christ. Yeah, get over it. No, I. I mean, like, <laughs> I know that's not how it works. Uh, but for me, you know, I, I'm gonna say like one day a year, I will feel like doom and gloom, and that's it. You know, that's and it's just be because, so great. Yeah. Oh man, I'll be thinking, oh, what? How? How is this gonna happen? What's gonna happen here? What's gonna? I'll we'll figure it out. I'm always a person too. I don't. I don't I live in that. the past. Oh, I. But I don't there. look. But I don't look. I don't, no future I don't look ahead either. It's like literally, <laughs> I'm serious. I say this a lot. I'm, I wake up and today's the day. What are we doing today? David's coming over. We're going to, uh, we're going to record a podcast. Philip and Molly are coming over later today. Uh, what am I going to eat? I have no idea. I'll get something to eat. I'm going to go get some steps in. I'm going to, you know what I mean? It's just today's the day. I'm going to watch a movie because no one's here. So I can lean into watching a stupid movie. You know what I mean? So no, there's no planning for Pat. No, but I mean, but I do have like a set of things, like 
I, I want to do something for the house today, like something that something that Pilar has said. Oh, I wish, I wish this was taken care of. So Re- I want to refence. Refence. I fixed the fence. The fence was broke. Oh, I fixed it a couple weeks ago. Repaint the fence, though. You could probably do some of that. Well, she wants me to. The bathroom up here has uh, some old brown tile that she doesn't like. So I looked up online, and there's they make floor tile paint that you can get and paint the and you paint the tile floor and it it totally refinishes it so one of my things that i might do today is i'm going to tape off the bathroom up here and then paint it later in the week so yeah so i i always want to do something fun for me something podcast wise something for the house and then make sure that i'm you know yeah i'm uh I'm having some one-to-one time with Rita and having some one-to-one time for Pilar. Pilar and I, uh, I get my steps in every day and Pilar tries to join me for part of that every day. We try to do that. So, you know, and I'm also looking for a job now because um, Rita is done with high school. And for these past eight years, those have been big part of daddy duties is taking to school and and coming back home and then going and picking up from school and then coming back home. I like that you count those as different events. Well, it's it's four trips. It's up yeah. and back, up and back. So Oh, that's right. She she doesn't go to school locally. No, she, she was didn't. in she was in Simi Valley and Oh my god. Ezra also went in uh, Van Nuys and it was quite a trek to get over there in the morning too. So anyway. So um so yeah, so now it's time to that was always the the thing and then when when Maybe those Maybe that's it. You haven't had the soul crushing work life ethic thing that so many of us well i do i mean in general i do like people (laughs) you know what i mean like i mean a lot of people say oh i hate people people suck but yeah and i used to hate small talk because my brother always does small talk and i used to hate it and now i don't know if it's an age thing but i like saying hello to someone and chatting up a little bit so i feel like i'm a trader joe's employee waiting to happen that's oh, what I, I think. I will shop here every day if that if that happens. All right, yeah. Ask me where something is. Oh, it's right over here. Where's I probably the, know where it is anyway. Where's the vegan popsicle? Oh, they're right over here in the freezer. They make vegan, I assume they do. I don't know. Ask me that again. I'll be okay. this guy. Uh, where's the vegan popsicle? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> people ask me, they assume that I work at Trader Joe's. Every time I go, people ask me where things oh are. God. I have a red t-shirt. And every time I have it on, I, I inadvertently go to Target. <laughs> and so many people, I, but I've got to be honest with Do you. Do you help them? If I know where it is, I will. You know, if someone goes, oh, hey, could you tell me where? And I go, well, I don't work here, but. I just, I give them the wrong information. I say, oh, we don't sell that anymore. Oh, you're that guy, huh? Yeah. You're, like, you're a Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we don't have that anymore. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, I don't even know where we, we were just talking about. Just talking uh, about the end, end, Mental health. We were talking about mental health. Tearing it up. Tearing it up for the man on the prowl. Man on the prowl, which is, uh, I call this uh, crazy little thing called Love Junior. Part two. Part two. Here we go. Man on the prowl. It's a Freddy. That's a Freddy because he's a man on the prowl. Looking for some hot ass. He is. Yeah, he is. I don't think Freddy drove himself ever. He never what? I don't think he ever drove. Probably not. Why? Hey, if I didn't have to, I wouldn't. Come 
That's Fred Mandel on piano. Not a lot of people think it's Freddie, but it's this guy named Fred Mandel. Well, it's still a Fred. It's still it's the other Fred. <laughs> it's the other Fred. Uh, that's side one. I think that's a solid side. I don't have a problem with any of that. It's pretty good. Yeah, give them the works. I mean, Radio Gaga, tear it up. It's a hard life. Man on the prowl. Done. All right, next up. This song was written by May and Taylor. Right. This is a different kind of a thing. It, this is a different kind of a thing. Uh, if I'm... This, this for me, is probably the weakest song on the album for me. But it's a total Roger Taylor song. Yeah, and I don't... And I don't and everything. Right, and I don't, and I don't dislike it. Right. But if you said, take one off, I would take this one off. But I wouldn't take it off. It's very dated. Like, yeah. random access memory. Yeah. <laughs> Things like and again, you know, the, the, he loves to put the word human in the song because this is machines and then in parentheses back to humans. Back to humans. Back right. to human body. <laughs> no. Okay, here we go. Ooh, what's that? And it's long. It's five minutes and ten seconds. It is a long song. Picks up. Yeah. It's like a running up a hill song. That bass is great, though. It really is. <laughs> There's so much stuff happening in here. It's a, I think it's good they took a break from Mac. <laughs> Who knows what would have happened? <laughs> I think Mac is a machine. And that's why you have so many of those synths and robot sound. You like David Richards as producer? Uh, I think he let them do what they wanted more than Mac did. I, I think um, Dave... From what I understand, you call him Dave. David Richards was more of a more of an assembly person. If that makes sense, yeah, just take the tapes and put it together. Like this is the sound I want, David. How do I do that? Versus, oh, versus okay. a guy who's like, take this again, Freddie. Take this again, okay. Brian. This doesn't matching up. I think he was less of a direct hand, right? Like Mac might have wanted to be like, or or Roy Thomas Baker. They might want to be like the fifth member of Queen, right? But David Richards is like, hey. I think he, he's more hands-off, I think. All right. All right. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not there. I'm not either. Okay, we only, have, we only have one song on the album written by John Deacon, and he, he, hits, Once again, he hits a home run, a grand slam. This is why it, it infuriates me that he didn't, con- like, he doesn't, he didn't necessarily have to continue with Queen, but that he just gave it all up. Because he's yeah. clearly capable of just delivering. Oh my God, he could have written songs for Lady Gaga or whoever. Right. <laughs> Lady O'Gaga. <laughs> Lady O'Gaga. Lady O'Gugu. This is interesting because, uh, I don't know if, you've, if you're going to play it, but the middle part, the, uh, the solo, is the first time Brian May is not contributing the solo to an album. This is Fred Mandel who did the, the piano on it- Freddie's track. So wait, Fred Mandel is on guitar. He's doing the the keyboard work. Okay, on the on the. Um... All right, I don't know if we'll get to that either, but let's hear and what a great video! 
Was this banned because they were in drag? drag. It's a weird video. Once you get past that, when there when there's that fantasy sequence where uh, Freddy's with all those ballet dancers Mm -hmm. and they're dressed like Mm -hmm. that is weird, like elf cows. He doesn't have the mustache in that part. I don't think he shaved it off for that. Okay, so it does grow back. Like you can shave. It probably grows back later in the day (laughs) for him. Um, So there's a. I think this song is is it. Learning to Fly by the Foo Fighters, where Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins, I think, are in drag in that. And Taylor Hawkins is a super attractive woman. And, oh, like and, Roger Taylor. And Roger Taylor. And it's funny because Roger Taylor was like Taylor Hawkins' favorite drummer. Makes sense. And they both look great in drag. Rest Who doesn't look good in drag? Well, Deacon's an old woman in it. Brian's an old lady in it. Oh, that's right. And Deacon, is Deacon an old lady too? Yes. And Freddie has a mustache as a woman. Right. There, it's but what a rack on Freddie. Well, that becomes a thing later. Uh, he, he would wear that on stage, and it was offensive when they did this show in Brazil, because I Want to Break Free is they treat that, they would treat that as an anthem. Oh, okay. And now, and that, and now he's camping it up. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, Freddie, let Freddie be Freddie. Get off my tits, Brazil. I Want to Break Free. Love this song. I think he was sending them a message. picture John Deacon writing this about Brian May. They didn't get along? No. Not at all. Uh, not on this song. From what I hear. May didn't like this song? He doesn't... No. Um, just the tensions around. Okay. I see. Do so you want me to jump to the middle to hear this solo? I just, I just thought it was an interesting tidbit. It is. So this is not a guitar. Right. I don't think I knew that until right now. I'm learning things. Yeah, I guess it doesn't sound like a guitar, but for some reason it tricked me into thinking it was. Maybe when you've heard the live version, you... There you go. And by the way, Hollywood Records, let's reissue uh, Queen Live Killers, some type of a box set. I'm sure they recorded the whole tour. Are you there, Hollywood Records? <laughs> Are they? Li- Are you listening? I don't think they got past your car story. <laughs> no one did. That put everyone on their heels. All right, coming up, a Freddie song. Keep passing the open windows. You are telling me this is from the Hotel New Hampshire. Right, it could originally, have been. right, it, originally, right. All right, long another long song. This another is, song about suicide. Is it? Like, don't don't jump out that. Keep passing that open window. Don't jump out of it. Or just live on the first floor. Just live on the first floor. Yeah. You'll be fine. You can, there's, first floor you can jump out any window. It's amazing there are no suicides coming out of the first floor. Nope, nope, nope. It's it's only when they start to be a second floor is when. Can you die if you jump out? I, a first floor window? A second floor window. Maybe, I, I wouldn't first, jump out. I guess. Head first out of the first floor even you could. Yeah. Who jumps out head first in the first floor? <laughs> head first is only if you're in a skyscraper. <laughs> Can't jump ahead first. I don't think about the mechanics of suicide a lot, Pat, but maybe. I think jumping out a window would be the absolute worst way. Well, because you're conscious the whole time, right? Yeah. 
And you might take somebody with you, depending on the height of the window. Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't they always say, if you dropped a penny off the Empire State Building... You could kill somebody. You could kill someone. That's true. Have we tried? There's a reason you... You're not supposed to throw things. They'll hit terminal velocity, won't they? How come David Letterman always used to throw stuff off the top of a roof and nothing ever happened? Did he really? Yeah, remember when he would throw like stuff off the tops of a roof? That was like one of his bits. They'd throw like a box of fluorescent lights. Oh, I don't remember Or they'd that. throw TVs or watermelons. It's before my time, Pat. That's right. I keep forgetting. You, you're, an, you're an old soul, so I think yeah. that you're closer to my age. How old are you again? I'm 46. I'm 12 years older than you. Jesus Christ. My nephew who just visited, Eric, he's 16. And oh, we, were pl- we were playing tennis and he was getting so winded and so gassed. And he's like, he kept saying like, how much longer are we going to play? I go, well, I paid for the quarter for the hour. And he's like, okay, okay. It's just really hot. And then I said, I'm 42 years older than you. He shouldn't be complaining. He shouldn't be complaining. But he's an indoor gaming kid, right? Yeah, yeah. He has a records podcast. So that's not, that doesn't jive with yeah, I know. It's different true. lane. It's different true. lane. Uh, did we? We didn't even play the we song. We didn't yet. play the song yet. Keep passing the open windows. Everyone, keep passing them. Don't try suicide. This is the only life for me. Surround myself around my own fantasy. You just gotta be strong and believe, and you'll see. Forget all the sadness, cause love is all you need. Such a simple message. I own this album on vinyl too, thanks to my friend Dave Fristini bought this for me. What color is it? It's just black vinyl. But you know what I do? I own Back in Black on black vinyl, which is hard to to get. (laughs) I tell people that's collectors. I got it on black vinyl. This is when I I like this part when it picks up. It's like I'm ice skating. Yeah, see, this this is when I tell people, just get calm down. Just pass those open windows. Get a, just take a just walk. Just believe. Take a walk. Have some comfort food. Maybe go get a milkshake. What if you're depressed about your diet or how you, how you look because you're heavy or something and you're telling them to go out and consume more calories, which will then later feed into their... Again, this goes with my whole thing of, of today is the day. Do one thing. You take the day. Look, I love lists too. Like I might have a list and I might have 10 things on that list. I know I'm not going to get all 10 done. But if I can get four or five done, it's, it's a pretty good day. 50% of a list is good. Yeah, 50% of a list is good. Interesting. So, you know, and then you say, and now and now I don't have a list for tomorrow, but I'm tomorrow I'm going right. to tackle these other things. I still do this when I, I have a calendar, um, that's in, uh, it's in our laundry room. That's where the cat's stuff is. And that's where the obviously washer dryers are. But on the wall, I have like, you know, those desk calendars, the old timey paper ones. Where do you find that? Yeah. They're, they're two bucks at, um, Staples. Okay. So I have one of those on the wall and I still, I'll write stuff on there. And even after I get my steps that day, I go and I'll put a check on the day. It's okay. just something I do. Because then at the end of the month, I look and I see like 30 checks. And I'm like, I did the month. It's just, I don't need to do that. But that but is a visual something... reward mm-hmm. for the effort that you're putting in. So you're... Yep. Here's how, I'm going to tell you, here's how much I hated college. I if didn't it, even know you went. I thought you didn't go. 
College degree? You do? I have a Bachelor of Arts in uh, Communications. Oh, I, I, and, and look what I do too. And Pat. what am I doing? I'm not, I'm not what am I doing? Four that. years. This is communicating. Yeah, I feel like it is. Did you actually learn radio or film or anything? No, the no. The, the major was weak. Okay. But um, I didn't. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just, you know, I wanted to do stand up comedy, and there's not that class, and so I was just biding my time in college. But again, I go back. I would get the same type of a calendar, okay, and I would put it on my desk in my dorm room, and then I would count backwards from the last day of school. And so like, so like, let's say, let's say this is the first day of school and the number would be like 150. And then I would cross that off. And then I'd say there's only 149 days of school left. 148. That's how, that's how that's I went how through college. Hated I hated college. See, you hated something. That's so good. I'm glad. Well, I didn't look, I liked living away from home. I liked my f college friends. I liked doing whatever I wanted to do which was just whatever, hanging. I wasn't, I'm not a drug guy. I wasn't a big drinker. Uh, didn't lose my virginity till I was 25. So, you know, I just like, was I just expensive? like being, what's that? Was what, it expensive? College, it was a, it was a small private liberal arts college. And it was, uh, I don't know, it was eight grand a year. So this is money well spent. Like you're not putting any effort into it. You're just. Yeah, I, I mean, well, look, I don't think I could have gone from high school and moved to Chicago. Right. I, I couldn't have navigated that. So this gave me the tools of living at home and being just with myself. It gave me all those tools. So in that way, it was a learning experience, dealing with new people, meeting new people, all that stuff. So it gave me that. Okay, so the life lesson. The life lesson, yeah. Now, as a parent now who's putting kids through school, mm -hmm. how would you feel if Rita or Ezra had treated... Well, well, Ezra's done with it. But, Ezra's done with it and then looking towards grad treated, school. If they had treated college the way you treated it or that Rita was going into it. Well, Rita's I taking mean, a gap year because she doesn't know what she wants to do. She's and so, work at the gap. And so we don't want to throw, we don't want to throw money at a year of college and then right. for them to decide it's not for me. So again, she took a three week fashion design course, fashion styling course at Parsons in, in New York. She took that this summer and she loved that. So that looks like that might be something she wants to do. I think she needs to talk to uh, Mrs. Valariano. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe, maybe that could be her mentor. But um, a lot of life lessons today. Yeah. Well, Queen, man. Queen. Um, so what, so what, what's, what, what's my next thing I want to say? Oh, so I mean, look, if, um, if they were at school and they were learning life skills and I didn't know that they weren't taking their studies series, I mean, eventually you'd know. Right. At the end of the semester, you get the, grades. the grades come back. And, um, you know, I just did, I did the bare minimum. I'm not going to lie. With school, I did the bare minimum in college, you know. Same. It just wasn't. Bare mins. Yeah. Did you like the college experience, though? Uh, yes. Yes. I went to a, a state school in Texas, which meant that it was a football school. You know what I mean? So that, Yeah. Um, there wasn't a lot of love for anything that wasn't football. I felt like there wasn't a lot of love for anything that wasn't um, sports mm -hmm. at, my, at my college. Um. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. I was a nerd. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I don't think I had to go to do what I'm doing now. Right. I've never I mean? had to pull transcripts or my diploma to get I mean, I job. write for a living, and I did get an English degree. But, mm -hmm. that does, like, but no I, one's ever said... David, could we see your transcripts or could we see your diploma? 
They have. They have? I've had okay. To go through back, background checks, but I feel like I didn't. Every life skill I've had toward my job did not did not branch out from college whatsoever. Right. I get it. I get it. I'm yeah. like engineering where you're yeah. kind of learning and Yeah. So. I, I no job I've ever had since I since college did I need a college degree. I mean for. learning about Queen in college, which I did, has prepped me for this. <laughs> for life, yes. But like I'm not making a living off This is your moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit seize the day keep passing that open window all right let's move on now let me tell you if just for radio gaga i want to break free and the next song hammer to fall you those three songs make this album just all singles all singles and all great yeah this is uh this is a brian may song about about thor no <laughs> About about what was scaring all of us back then, nuclear devastation. Yeah, yeah. Every generation we have something to worry about. I was I lived in deep fear of of a of a nuclear wasteland. Uh, I do you remember the movie The Day After? I do. I saw that. I was a little kid. I was way too young to see it. Probably shouldn't have seen it. And it it, it, bad parenting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And I would wake up with these terror like night terrors about. Are we going to get bombed today? Like there was no, um, there was nothing somebody could do about it because it, you know your entire fate lied in lie within the yeah. hands of Reagan and was it Gorbachev? I think at the time he's dead, right? But at the time, <laughs> it was a scary time, Pat. Yeah, it's always a scary time. I don't think it has been like that for me since. Hmm. Differently, yeah. I mean, like the United States now versus. Like there was a bit more of a unity then because it was like an us versus them. And now right. it's like, well, maybe it's, things uh, aren't so great after all. Us versus us. Right. All right. Hammer to fall. More life lessons. <laughs> this is a, I might call this episode Life Lessons with Queen. <laughs> You like the headbangers version of this song? Uh, there's a headbangers version? Yeah, it's it's heavier drums and guitars, different intro. Huh. I would imagine I would like that. Where can I find that? Is that out there? I think it was re-released as part of that when Universal put everything out. Really? Let me see. Uh, oh yeah, there it is. Okay. Well, I, now I gotta. I know it's in here. So now we gotta play a little bit of it because you brought this it was up. The singles version. Hammer to fall. Where's the Headbangers Vermix? Okay. Is this Queen or Queen's Reich? You know it. 
Is Ricky Rackman going to come in and play this? He is. Boom. Yeah, that's great. I always liked it when they had different singles versions of different openings. Yeah. That's that's fun. I agree. All right. Now, the next song is kind of uh, going with some of the things we were just talking about a second ago. It's funny how prescient we can be. I know. Is this the world we created? This was... Uh, didn't Brian, 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 Brian May just... Freddy. Yeah, and I think... Is this... No, no, no. I thought Brian just sang this at the Taylor Hawkins tribute, but he didn't. He sang something else. What did he sing? I forget. Forget that I said that. Okay. Uh, this was at Live Aid. Right. It was, it was just them too. Yep. It's very perfect song for the day. Yeah. I mean, you know, world hunger. World we invaded right to the bone. I never understood that lyric. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to put some <laughs> words together and yeah, sing them. As long as it rhymes. All right. Here we go. Oh, there's that awful guitar. Did you say it was written by Brian and Freddie? It's a Brian and Freddie joint. Look at all the suffering we breed. So many lonely faces scattered all around, searching for what they need. It's very uh, reminiscent of love of my life to me. It is. Yeah. Is this the world we created? What did we do it for? Is this the world we invaded against the law? So it seems in the end, is this what we're all living for today? The world that we created. This is when Queen single-handedly saved Live Aid. <laughs> they came back and yeah, yeah, yeah. did this song. Yeah, they had just the phones I mean, lit up. They in, were dead. Yeah. That's right. We we learned this from the movie Bohemian right. Rhapsody. Nobody was calling in. No one was calling in. And then all of a sudden, were, people were like, wait a minute. Queen. I'm going to call in. <laughs> call, Never happened. Call in during their performance. Never too. happened. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, so this album clocks in nine songs, 37 minutes. So it's got one song less than the game, but it's a couple right. minutes longer. This song almost didn't make it, though. This song was almost replaced by um, um, There Must Be More to Life Than This, which would be we'll talk i could tell you about some of the songs that were not included on the album but were recorded or fixed all right well let's listen to the b-side first yeah this is uh i go crazy was the b-side to radio gaga right yeah i think so i think so too because when it wasn't because i remember i think i did buy the single for radio gaga and then i flipped it over and i loved this song and then when it wasn't on the album i was disappointed it could have easily been yeah because that would have given us 10 songs i've said this many times this is I Go Crazy. They name check themselves in this too. I don't want to go to see Queen no more. They probably didn't. Radio Gaga. Yes, the A side. Yes. Did I not say that? I, didn't think so. I thought I said it. All I gotta do is think about you 
like this song a lot. I wish it was on the album. So there's a song that I really like to make it, which uh, was released as one of their, uh, it was on one of their compilations, which was uh, Let Me In Your Heart Again. Let me find it. That's me typing. I type, I have a very heavy typing finger. Also, um, Let Me Live, which was on uh, Made in Heaven, was recorded during this time. Okay, Let Me In Your Heart Again is on the Queen Forever. I'm right. jump right in the middle. Your heart again. Your heart again. Could you imagine if I had to locate this song on vinyl, how long it would take? This is uh, a piece of cake. It would take it any time at all because it was the first track. Queen. Yeah, but I'd have to pull it out. I'd have to turn on everything. I'd have to hassle. Roger's Man on Fire was rejected for the album. Uh, Man Made Paradise, There Must Be More to Life Than This, and Love Kills were, right. were, were Freddie songs that were rejected too. So it was a pretty prolific time. Yeah, yeah. They And then they, uh, you know, they narrowed it down to, uh, to the songs we got. Here's a little bit of Man on Fire from the album Strange Frontier. could have gone with machines easily yeah i think i like this song better where's the vocals now the background reminds me of the miracle i mean breakthrough You know what? He does this on the new live album, too. Yeah. Here we go. On the outsider. Will he be singing this? Yeah. It's good. This could have been a, like if Queen had done this. This would have been a big hit. Yeah. You know, ever since that guy wrote that song about fucking his car, I don't think they ever <laughs> gave him, you know, gave him his due. They were always like, oh, what's Roger got? Here we go. Oh, with my car. Mm, he got is a lot he of... going to stick your bone in the tailpipe, Roger? Is that what's going to happen? He cleaned up nice for that because that was the B-side to Bohemian Rhapsody. No, that's true. That's true. All right. We're moving on to The Miracle, Miracle. another one of the The albums. There were albums that were between. Kind of magic. Yeah, kind of magic. There's one album in between. All right. So this is five years... Hence. Hence, after, with something coming out in 86. Right. And then we're in 89. And this album, I love this album cover. You do? I think it's cool. Interesting. It freaked me out when I was a little kid. <laughs> yeah, because like if you like cover up like two of the eyes just to see... like it the eyes around the room. It's really weird. It's But I really liked it. I thought it was kind of cool. I also love the the... The photo on the works. I mean, it doesn't really... Oh, with them just hanging out? Yeah, just hey, man. Right. Put on your wife beater and just sit... John Deacon in his fedora. Crisscross applesauce. His, that's not a fedora, that's his hair. His big hair. <laughs> I like the photo photo in the works where it's from their... Uh, where they're dressed in their Metropolis gear. Yeah, yeah, I do like that. I wish... Uh, that's something Freddie would just wear around <laughs> town. Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> so for the Miracle... The band um, decided to credit all the songs to Queen. Yes, so that was favored nations. Yeah. 
Um, although everyone knows who's saying what. Yeah, you can kind of tell. Um, and so this was uh, February of 88 to May of 89. Uh, didn't come out into, in, into to the U.S. until October of that year. Yeah. And, and this is, you told me this is going to be released as a box set, maybe. I heard. It keeps, every year they keep saying they're going to re-release the, like this big deluxe box set um, worldwide and it never happens, but maybe this year. I'm in with Hollywood Records. I'll get that for free probably. Usually they do their big releases in November, right? Around coming up. Yeah. It's coming up. All right. I love how this album kicks off with two songs that go right into each other. Party and then into Khashoggi Ship. You're shaking your head no? Khashoggi Shit. Khashoggi Shit. It's awful. And what do you call party then? Farty? Yeah. Farty into Khashoggi party. Shit. You know, party only has three queen members on it. No Roger. No Roger? He yeah. refused? Yeah. He was smart. Yeah, he's out fucking his car. <laughs> Having nobody, a party with that tailpipe. Nobody tailpite. wants party. No one wants Roger at their party. Then who's playing this? Is this all programmed? Synth- David Richards synthesizer. We had a good night jamming away. There was a full moon showing when we started to play. But in the cold light of day next morning, party was over. Okay, now I'm going to jump ahead to the end of the song and let it go right into the next track. Some great guitar, no matter what Elliot Easton says. I always love this one-two punch to start the album. If you let this play out, it gets annoying. It's only, it's only two minutes and 30 seconds. Here it comes. We do, Fred. You don't like the but da 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 no. da And then right. no one stops my party when they do No that. one stops my party. You try to stop Freddie's party. I couldn't. What, are you going to kick out all the midgets and take away the champagne? <laughs> all the cocaine that was on there. Yeah, heads. come on. All right, title tracks next. Wait, so you like this, the one, two? I do like both of those songs. I mean, we're in disagreement. That's fine. Yep. Okay. But I do like both of them. I always have. I, I don't know. I just thought they were really fun way into the album both tracks are total queen tracks from what i understand like yeah. they all contributed to these yeah so they're all at fault <laughs> maybe the drugs were flowing still 89 they were freddie was sick so they were just yeah. chill the the only thing he was drinking was probably azt cocktail i don't think they had that back then no if they did maybe he'd isn't be with it us. awful like i saw an ad on television for like you, when you're living with AIDS and it like it was a television ad for some for some medication and I thought man we are so late with this like imagine if this stuff had been available but if Freddie was alive now that would be amazing but there there would be no way he could sing like this, this? catalog I don't no. think so none of these guys can it's difficult Freddie could if anyone could it would be Freddie yeah I'm gonna cough hold on. <coughs> Huh. Are you okay? Are you dying, Pat? 
All that nerd talk into you? Now, see, the reason I don't edit that out is because I'm never going to find Cause this. Because it's a true audio. Yeah, it's true audio podcast. Right. It's Welcome a, to Rock Solid, the true audio podcast. Mir- All right. It's a miracle you're alive, Pat. The miracle. It's my theme song. Every drop of rain that falls in Sahara Desert says it all. It's a miracle. All God's creations, great and small, the Golden Gate and the Taj Mahal, that's a like you just start listing vacation destinations for a while and then does he say fried chicken <laughs> no <laughs> he, you just missed that album i know this I was know. a prime this is mainly attributed to freddie but with all the members helping but like the core concept was the great right. video though yeah yeah do you like this one that song yeah yeah i do like that song i'm fine with everything right now and then this next one just kills it are you okay you don't like i want it all Oh, you mean kills it in a good way? You don't kills it. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Kills it in a good Which way. Which version do you see? Prefer? That's the difference between us. Kills it to you is is depressing like and negative. Pig. For me, it's like all right, they're killing I slayed it. it. Yeah. Um, do you prefer the single version or the album version? I like the album version. Really? Yeah. That's what I'm gonna play. Okay. Single version has a better intro. It does. Yeah. All right. Let me find that. All right, I'm going to go into the single version for David. Right. This is a total Brian. Oh, I do like this better. Yeah. I forgot about this. Boom. Oh, yeah, that's way better. Or do you like it when it's Queen plus Paul Rogers? I'm fine with that one. I even like it when um, Adam? No, I'm trying to remember Oh god From, from the tribute concert um, uh, George Michael? Roger Daltrey sang it Oh yes, yes, I did like Roger's version Because this reminds me of The Who When Roger would sing And then Pete would take like a verse Because when Brian comes in later Let's find that. Hey, right, right here. Yeah, I love this song so much when I heard it on the radio. Yeah, like the album didn't live up to this single no. for me at all. Uh, just that uh, awful guitar. Right. So this was written about his, his lady friend at the time, Anita Dobson, who used to say, I want it all and I want it now. And he turned it into a song. And wait, who's, who's lady friend? Brian? Brian's. Brian, okay. 
There's I mean, another, there's, there's another song about them coming up. I mean, Freddie had lady friends, but they were actually friends. Well, the love of his life was when Mary Austin, and mm. I don't think you can just classify her simply as a friend. That's true. That's true. You saw the movie. I did. I learned all I ever needed to know. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right. Now, this next song. No. I love it. The Invisible Man. Yes. You I, love it? I do love it. It's a, it's a Roger. I think it's, it's a Roger song. Uh, it's I a, like how they name check themselves. It's a good headphone song. Incredible how you can. Yeah, this is my sweet spot. I love this. I love this so much. When you hear a sound that you just can't place, feel something move that you just can't place, feel something sit in your head. Don't turn around when you hear me dread. I'm the invisible man. I'm the invisible Roger, man. Roger, sounding cool. that song you don't like it it's fine i don't think i think it's a good b-side all right like a really good b-side maybe all right well there's a tons of b-sides from this album so yeah, yeah. all right we're moving on i i love this song too breakthrough yeah this is two songs right so the first one was a new life is born that was just freddie noodling okay and then breakthrough is a roger taylor song i used to let me tell you a quick story about this one I used to listen to this because there was this girl I liked in college. Okay. And I would listen to this just to get the courage to buy a bag of M&Ms off her because she worked like the local stand. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I finally asked her out and she had a boyfriend. But this was this well, one. She I, said I, she I did. Psych- oh, thanks, Pat. But, I, well, I like- that's what they, they always say. They had a boyfriend. <laughs> um, yeah. So that I used to listen to this to get like to get going and then just to buy some M&Ms. Did, did you lose your virginity in college? No. High school? I waited till I was married, like a like a. Oh, like okay, a good that's good. Boy. Good for you. Yeah. I don't know if you're lying or not. I don't know. <laughs> uh, 20, breakthrough. Twenty five for you, right? Twenty five, yeah. Oh, I've made up for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this opening. I do too. It's lush. Yeah. guy's sick he's like singing Simba. like this holding up Simba yep he's holding John Deacon up <laughs> he's holding up one of those midgets from his party he probably has him dressed like a lion cub now I'm using midget because that's what they would have said back then that's right 
I don't say that word now. Middle person. I wake up. I love this song. It's a great song. Yeah. It's, I told you, it was my psycho song. Lots of, lots of videos from this album. Yes. I get religion quick. Honey, I'm touching something. I think her name, I forget the girl's name. Was her name Freddie? No. No. So good. That's a really great tune. You could make her smile. All right. Now comes the now comes the fall. Rain must fall. This is an awful song by Freddie and John. John's we talked about how great a songwriter John was. Right. His contributions to this album, his direct contributions to this album. Not good. Not good. Um This is like a Steve Winwood song. Let me hear it. I, I I something tells me I like it, but let me hear it. Rain must fall. Oh yeah, I don't. I can see it in your stars. It's like a, what, what do they call it, like a samba? Yeah. This is the song you play on the keyboard when you buy the keyboard. This is one that's pre-programmed Yeah, in. that's what I mean, yeah. You just push a button. It says rain must fall and you just right. push that button. But Freddy sounds great. Sure he does. I feel like like I stepped into a Beth and Body Works or something like that. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what's playing. Yeah, but it doesn't smell as nice. No, no, nobody's grabbing my hand and lotioning right. it up. So this is uh, this next one, Scandal. This, this was a, a video too, right? This is a Brian. This is about how the the press outed his relationship. Uh the press. Yeah, and the Freddie's problems too. But this is primarily a Brian. I'm trying to think if I like this song. I don't, do you like this song? No. <laughs> Just a definitive Absolutely no. Absolutely not. All right, let's hear it. You know what sells me on these songs is because Freddie's singing is so good that he yeah. can almost sing anything. He's polishing turds. We are flying through this album. Because it's not good. He really sells that word scandal, though. He could sell anything vocally. He really could. It's a bad song. Yeah. All right. This is Mercury Deacon. Yep. Uh, my baby does me. Yes, it's all what drum does, machine. What does that mean? My baby does me. Does that mean what I think it means? My baby does me good. All right. It used to be my baby loves me, and they changed it. So. Hey, you. It's a seagull stinkaroo. I don't like this. You could have played this one earlier. I could have, but I I really don't like this one. Baby does. My baby does. Do you ever feel like you're watching a B movie? 
and they, yeah. This is a, a love scene from a B movie. This is like, this sounds like a song when they can't afford to buy the rights to real music. Right, this is the sounds like? Yeah. But it sounds like crap. Did you watch Silk Stockings? That show? No. But that's what this sounds like. Yes. My lady. My lady. I did do extra work, though, in a vampire stripper movie when I was out here. Embrace the Darkness? I forget what it was called, to be honest. Um, That's funny how that just came to me, though. <laughs> yeah, dude, is that one that you've seen? There are three of them. Uh, Tawny McClure was in it. Doug McClure's daughter, Tawny. I want to say that she was Embrace married the Darkness. Hmm. She was married to Jonathan Cain, so for a while she was Tawny Cain. But anyway, yeah. Wow. So I did extra work I used work to work in, in a video store, so, you know, it's all like... Well, that's true. Top of mind. All right. Uh, next up, I, I do like this song. Do you like, was it all worth it? This is sort of the theme for this show today. <laughs> right. This is <laughs> now when you go home today, don't drive off the 405 into a ditch. It's Cause it's going to step on your dance. If I do, <laughs> if you drive out of a window, make sure it's from the first floor. All right. Was it all worth it? This is a Freddie song because he's, he's contemplating his life. He's was all it all worth it? it? No, but it's all over. It's very, I think this is the most interesting song on the, on the right. album. It's very it goes through a lot of different uh, phases. All right, here we go. What is there left for me to do in this life? Did I achieve what I had set in my sights? Am I a happy man? Or is this sinking sand? Was it all worth it? A strong album closer yeah but there's a the opening of it and then the the, the middle section are pretty strong mm-hmm. I think that, and you know it, it it's the most typical queen song on this album and it has those sort of uh, changes and yeah it's a traditional queen song yeah now these b-sides so many hang on in there yep freddie the b-side i want it all right i think this is better than some of the songs we've heard what do you think? Uh, yes, uh, better than the rain must fall. And, yeah, uh, and for you, scandal. Oh, and the what was the one that we just heard? It's the B movie. Oh, oh, yeah, my yeah. baby, my does, baby me. does me is terrible. All right, so this, so we're on board with hang on in there, yes. right? All right, just so the audience knows if they're still with us. positive song i think this is anti-suicide hang on in there there's a third one yep yep 
It was, um, my life has been saved with John Deacon, and that was on um, Made in Heaven. Do you want me to do that one next? My life has been saved. If you want to, I yeah. just know that it's here. Here we go. This is a B-side to Scandal. I can't. Uh, I can't recall this song. So this, this is like a first listen. This is where they are today. Sounds like a kind of magic song. Well, this is the way things are now. In disarray, I read it in the papers. There's death on every page. Oh Lord, I thank the Lord about my life has been saved. It's it's B side. Yeah, it's that's a it's a B side. I don't hate it. I don't it's love still it. Still better than Rain Must Fall. <laughs> All right. Um here's a Roger Taylor track, Hijack My Heart. It's a good one. I have the sequel stinkeroo queued up for it. You do? But I'm not gonna play it since you said it's a good one, so let's find out. Well, compared to what we've just heard. Huh. All right. But it's Roger's singing, so just walking down the street, one cloudless sunny day. Just minding my business, thinking my thoughts, nothing much to say. When suddenly I got hit, imagine my surprise. Your smile came up and sat me right between the eyes. I'd never seen anything to compare with your smile. I'd never seen anything. Right, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's much worse. Yeah, it's much worse out there. And just so people know, um, of all the members of Queen, Roger Taylor has made the most music away from the band. Right, far and away. Like with ten albums. Yeah, like and, and still, I mean, he had an album last year, The Outsider, which right. I thought is what is great. It's great. It's a classic. I love it. I tried to, um, I tried to get him then, and I tried to get him. To prom- recently yeah well to promote this new live album they said they don't know if he's going to be doing any interviews or not but you should get uh, that cars guy to come in and you do a track by track with him <laughs> uh why wouldn't roger taylor want to hop using on his name no i'm not going to use his double name. e is yeah. what we'll call him why wouldn't roger taylor hop on the zoom for 30 minutes to promote his new live album which no one's ever really going to know even exists i think he's the most like Whatever of all of them, you know what I mean. Just, I mean, certainly not to the point of where John Deacon's just right. fully retired. But I, I, I feel like he, like he's kind of like the guy who's like, let Brian talk to them. You know, what I, mean? yeah, I would love to get Brian on, but would you? Why not? I feel he's, like he said every like at this point, all the questions and answers. I he ask good. Are I ask good questions. What would you say? I don't know what I, off the top yeah. of my head because I don't interview off the top of my head. Rain must fall. Explain yourself. <laughs> I asked Lawrence Gowan a question the other day. He's the keyboard player in Sticks for the past twenty three years, and he was like, he was like, that was that was real. And like, if I can get my interviewee to say at least once during that half hour, forty five minutes, that's a really good question, or wow, no one's ever asked that. Then then it's a win for me. It's a win because I really don't. 
I try not to ask. I get that too. Same old thing. I've done this sort of exactly. Thing. That's yeah. what you're looking for. Because yeah, you interview thing people too. Things you interview things. I do. You interview people too, and so sometimes you know, they're things. You interviewed Dave Stewart before I did. I did. It was a great interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have talked to him for. I only had him for a half hour, but I could have talked to him for. Oh man, it's two amazing. Hours. And he just starts so dropping crazy. names, and not like in the David Wild way, but like in a way that's organic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh, no, I know. Well, David David Wild does that for. For humor too, right. you know what I mean. Like it's like I was with Jimmy Ivy, and he was saying that, and then you're just like, no, "Wow, what? Hang on, no." During the this. during the interview, we're talking about I think don't come around here no more. Yeah, and he starts to talk about the intro, and he reaches out of frame of the zoom and brings his guitar in, and he starts, and I was like, "I'm just watching him. Like, are you? Is he doing this? Does just just happen? Yeah. I mean, like these musicians, they can reach anywhere outside that zoom." area and pull an instrument in it's incredible actually Lawrence Gowan did that Here's he was my triangle I know he was in the, his hotel room and he moved his uh his laptop screen down to show me that he was at a keyboard in his hotel room it's hot when you interview Hob does he do that does he bring out the little shy Hob is all in he puts the teeth in he doesn't <laughs> bathe it's it's amazing <laughs> all right um this is a Freddie Mercury song b-side to breakthrough it's called stealing yeah and I don't even there's so many b-sides on here this one I have, but I don't, it's not in my memory at all. It's not memorable. It's a jam session. All right. But there's lyrics? Yeah. Because there's one that's an instrumental. I mean, it's not a jam session, but I mean, it sounds like a jam session. That's the way I am. Does anybody want to know? Someone just pressed record and they started playing. Yeah. That's the way I feel. need my life. You know? He's, he's just riffing. Right. And a little bit of steel. Get ready. He's going to yell about fried chicken. <laughs> Stealing fried chicken. Do you like hot chicken, this new trend of hot chicken? Is it all chicken? Well, I mean, not hot temperature-wise. I mean, like, spicy hot. Yeah, yeah, I do. I love spice. There's a place right up here called Main Chicken. It's really good. <laughs> That's how much you like this song. You're doing ads for a chicken place. Every time Freddie riffs, I think of fried chicken vision. I mean, this isn't memorable. It's not even a B-side material. No, this should not... We, we should never know this exists. This is what people put out on an anthology. That's what I mean. You're telling me that there's going to be the Miracle box set. I mean... But you see what they put out, right? Like, so there are all these B-sides and and there's probably all these different... Like uh, Invisible Man, when they did that, uh, when they did the Universal re-releases. I mean, I just... They did Roger's demo take of yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, but haven't we heard it all? I mean, and plus... They were done as a touring unit at this point. Right. So there's, it's not like they're going to include a live show from 89 that didn't exist. I'm sure certain members of the remaining band will press to have their solo versions of their oh songs. Oh, boy. I mean, look, we'll get it. <laughs> and we'll, oh, I'd buy it on vinyl. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get it. All right. The last one we got, it's a non-album instrumental track. Brian May, of course, because it's right. an instrumental. It's Chinese Torture. Is that racist? Does that fly Depends in 2022? What the torture is saying. Well, we don't. There's no lyrics, so. right? I think. I think now they. But would that just was call like it, the phrase, right? Like that's like Chinese torture. Like there was a like I guess. It, I, I guess it is somewhat inherently racist. Yeah, because you're saying that they, all torture they would is torture yeah, Chinese, or all torture is associated with Chinese people. With the Chinese. Now it would just but be called. But you would be South Korean. Yeah. Or North Korean torture. Right? <laughs> now it would just be called torture chamber, right? <laughs> or torture. It's torture. Oh, 
That's the Jacksons, right? That's Jacksons, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's not the Jackson 5. That's just, just the, the Jacksons. Jacksons. Here we go. Chinese torture. You should do a album by a track by track of that. No. <laughs> this song is torture. It feels like it's just competing with itself. I mean, this this is this is a throwaway. This shouldn't even be pressed to vinyl or anything. Right. See, there was a time when I would just run out and buy the single CDs because I wanted those B sides. I would I needed- buy. Look, when when I was all in, like in high school, like any side project, any anything, I would right. just go buy it. I have, yeah. Well, I have. Uh, like if, if they're on a soundtrack, you know what I mean? Yeah, like you the, buy the soundtrack. I the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack because he played with Foo Fighters, you know? Yeah, have, is it, that's not Have a Cigar, is it? Is, I think that's on a, is that on Mission Impossible? Yes. Thing? What's with, what's on the Spider-Man soundtrack, I wonder? He plays with someone, Brian May plays with someone, I forget <clears throat> what, but yeah. So yeah, I would just do that. Or like, I, that's why I got those Billy Squire albums. What what uh, what's the playout song going to be? We played everything. Do we revisit one of these, or do I play uh, the Nerd Talk Sting as our playout? <laughs> um, trying to think. Oh, thank God it's Christmas, which was recorded oh, in nineteen eighty four. Timely because it's right. Christmas is coming up. Is this airing? In De- is this dropping in December? I don't know when this is going to drop, but I think it's going to drop sooner rather than later. And it's because and look, I'm trying to draw. I, I there's a I have a ton Should- in. I have I have one that I recorded with Mike Wiles and his son Jeremy. We recorded that a couple months ago, and that keeps getting pushed back. And I keep telling Mike it's not because it's not a good episode. It is it's it's a Joan Jett discography episode. It's right. a great episode, but just other things are taking precedence for me, and uh, like guests or um, yeah, so so I don't know when some of these are going to drop. But uh, I did enjoy this episode because we talked about real life as men. So um, life is real is from this is from hot space. You're right. But we're going to we're going to play out with thank god it's christmas. Yeah, Cuz thank god. Yeah. So what Did you I like this say? song? This this christmas song? Yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. It was a shame that it was it never like I don't feel it like never I, caught ever, on. I ever hear it. No. No, it never caught on really. But yeah, I like it a lot. I think they did a it's hard to write a contemporary christmas song. I think they nailed it. Um I, I just I do just want to say if people like Queen discussions, there's a new show out called uh, "In the Lap of the, Greatly Named uh, In the Lap of the Pods." Are we promoting another podcast on this? Episode? I just want to say like they do like right. it's despite, that's all Queen though. Yeah, so it's, it's not it's not going to compete with me. They don't interview people really. Of course they don't. They're terrible. They look at the song by song. They look at the solo stuff. It's, mm. it's comprehensive. Do they do, um, like the Ramones of the Day podcast, I think that's, I mean, it's, I think it's a great idea for a podcast. They, uh, they took one artist and then they talked about one song every episode. The episodes were like 20 minutes and they went in alphabetical order, which is easy to do with your iTunes library. Right. You can just make a Ramones playlist and then- Interesting. And that's how they did it, which is, uh, which is good because it wasn't like, if you talk about a band's first album, you know, you hear the progression- through that but right. if you go song so by song random. in alphabetical order well, random, but yeah. yeah but it is it is random because 
you'll get a song from the first album, then right. the eighth album, then the second album. So it's pretty cool. Their place in the catalog yeah. is shifting. Like the Queen lyric book I have over there, that's in alphabetical order. Right. The songs okay. are in alphabetical order. They're not like by album. So right. It's, it's interesting. Um, so yeah, so you could do that for any band. No. So I'm just saying, if you're, I would encourage you to, if you want to look, listen to more about Queen being dissected. If I want to listen about Queen, I'll have you over here and we'll sit down and talk about it. Okay. I just don't, I show up every two or three years. That's, an, that, and people have told me that's enough. <laughs> they Mike, go, that's plenty. Mike, Mike Schmidt, who that's says. That's plenty of time. Why do you try to be funny, David? Oh my God. We are at two, uh, two hours and 12 minutes. So we have to keep wrapping because the, the file ends at two hours and 14. Right. Right. All right. Uh, where can we find you on the socials? Um, What's your Twitter? At D-M-G-U-T-I-E-R-R-E-Z, at D-M Gutierrez. Um, and uh, please listen to Pod Dylan. Um, it's year five already. Wow. 250-something uh, episodes already. Amazing. Yeah. Well, this is year 12. I'm Pat Francis. You follow us at Rock Solid Show. Follow Kyle at Kyle.SonFunny. Go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. And for Patreon, please support us. Go in for $2 a month. Patreon.com forward slash Rock Solid Podcast. David, thank you for being here. And Thanks now, for having me. You are welcome. And please enjoy Thank God It's Christmas. My love, we've had a share of tears. Oh, We're ready. Here we go. <clears throat> hey, everybody. Welcome. I don't like it. Let me start over. It wasn't fun enough. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rock Solid. The comedy sounded like Rock Salad. I didn't like it. Let me try again. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.